So, that was a longer break than I expected. For those wondering, no, I did not get stranded in Iowa, and no, I didn't die. After my mission trip, which went very well, praise God, I decided that I wasn't going to make any more episodes at my own pace. When you do things in your own time for your own plan, God's voice can become fainter and fainter. I was trying to get as many episodes out as possible without studying or praying about my topics. All that mattered was that a new episode come out and soon. Eventually, God showed me that he will give me topics, but not all at once. He'll put something on my heart and I'll do my research before recording. That's why the slogan for this season is, Each one a conviction, not a quota. I will be releasing four episodes at a time, one every week. All that to say... Welcome to another episode of Unfiltered Jesus Freak, hosted by me, Mitchell Willis. In this podcast, we'll be discussing Christian culture and how it may or may not be coinciding with what the Lord tells us through Scripture. Also, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to get these messages to as many people as possible. Today's subject, your friends, brought to you by Proverbs, because that book has a lot to say about friends. But first, let's pray. Dear God, I just want to thank you so much for my friends, my best friends. God, thank you so much for just the people you've put in my life, God, that have just had such an impact on me even recently. Thank you for my brothers and my sisters, God. Thank you for just the incredible impact they've had on my life, Lord. I I just pray that you guide me, that I may have a similar impact on their lives, Lord, and that everything that we do just continues to grow people closer and closer to you, God. I pray that everything that we do in our friendships build each other up and continue to strengthen our foundation that is built entirely on your word, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I love to travel around America. In the last year, I've been to New York, North Carolina, Colorado, and three different states on my mission week, technically, because we accidentally drove into Missouri. Not a single one of these trips have I gone on with the exact same group, and on top of everything else, that is an incredible blessing. It gives me a chance to get to know everyone better. I cannot emphasize enough how much my friends mean to me. I love them just as much as I love my own biological family. Because that's what they are. They're, they're my family, only I got to choose them. And it's because I chose them that they have a much bigger influence on me than, say, my parents or my siblings. One quick example that comes to mind is my favorite desert handyman. He taught his 12 friends the ways of his father and even died for their sakes. Then his influence was so great that his friends shared his message with the whole world. Not saying we have anything new under the sun to change the world, but friends do listen to friends. Side note, Jesus does refer to us as his friends in John 15, 15, which is super cool and 100% true. Some friends are worth listening to, like the ones who encourage you to apply to that job or ask that girl out. And some are not worth listening to, like the ones who want to skip church and get high as a hot air balloon. But sometimes it isn't the easiest thing in the world to know which friends you should be listening to. Proverbs has incredible verses about friendship, and we're going to go through just a few. One of the first is Proverbs 27.17, which reads, As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. This verse I hear, without exaggeration, a trillion times a day. This verse perfectly describes the dependency that we have on healthy friendships, and that is a very good thing. It is also why the church exists, to strengthen each other in our walks with the Lord. There are a few ways to dissect this verse. One thing I think is worth noting is how does iron sharpen iron? The obvious answer is a hammer will smash the sides of iron for forging. But then how does a friend sharpen a friend? The exact same way? The exact same way. 
then what are we straightening out? In my experience with my friends early into my walk up till now, I've had a lot to straighten out of me. Lustful thoughts, ego, bitterness, and resentment, and eventually I was sharpened enough to help sharpen others through their troubles and strongholds. I guess the meaning in this verse that is often missed is that you need to allow yourself to be sharpened by your friends. Listen to their advice and their warnings. Another thing to get out of this verse is that a true friend sharpens you and doesn't make you more blunt. One of my best friends when we were in high school, I used to have the stupidest ideas that would get me into trouble. He'd always say, that sounds good. That sounds good. And when my plans failed or backfired, he'd say, well, I knew it was a bad idea from the beginning. Every time like clockwork. He was hammering my iron, but he wasn't sharpening me. And I've done the same to others dozens of times to my shame. But we are called to sharpen each other for the glory of God. And that's what a true Christian friend does. Proverbs also reads in 1717, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Whoa, there's two important things to unpack in the scripture. First thing is that a friend loves at all times. In my experience, that is true, even if you or they don't know it. Do you know how it is even possible that a friend can hurt a friend? It's because of the love that's already there. You care about what they think and what they do, and when drama hits, it might hit hard. No matter how much you love your friends, they're going to let you down. If you are in a relationship with your best friend, she or he will let you down. Just like every time we sin, we let God down, and every time he is patient and he is kind. Sometimes, friendships are us at our godliest when we know how to be loving at all times. This verse also reads, a brother is born for adversity. Brothers fight. Anyone who has a brother knows this. Same goes with sisters. The reason is simple. We are born of the same blood, same family, and yet we are different people. It is in our nature to want to be the best one. There is a competitiveness to it. Me and my brother used to wrestle all the time to see who was stronger. Two knocked out teeth and a black eye later, I decided it was time to retire while I still didn't have a lisp. I love my siblings with all my heart. Haley, Jackson, Lily, and Peyton are amazing siblings. But the slight disputing and the slight competition, I'm prepared to always be there. As I said earlier, friends are the family that you decide. Friends you just enjoy the company of and grow with. And yeah, there will be confrontations and arguments and taboos. But with Christ guiding you in the same direction, you walk through them together and come out both sharper iron. This is why Proverbs 18.24 reads, A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And I think we all know who that friend they're referring to. The last verse I want to cover is Proverbs 16.28 that reads, A dishonest man spreads strife, and a whisperer separates close friends. Now, everything I've said thus far applies under the circumstance that the friends you picked are actually people who will strengthen your walk with God and your confidence. I have never really had an issue with a friend spreading gossip in a group, splitting us up, but I know that it happens, and it can be hard to forgive that person. But it's important to recognize that person's intentions and trust the Lord with your relationships. Continue to love your friends as God loved you for, you know, the good and the less good of your friends. There is a purity to the simple love of doing life with your friends. This is the love that Jesus spoke about, what we Christians should be constantly be fighting for. I'll leave you with this. I was talking to somebody recently, and they said that they were happier without friends, which obviously made no sense to me at all. And I asked that person why, and she said, because they will let me down. They will judge me. They will lie to me. They will desert me. And this is because of hurt that she had years and years ago. As Christians, it is our job to make sure there are less people like this in the world. We need to make sure that everybody feels 
the friendship of Jesus Christ through us. Feel the Holy Spirit through us. I mean, they say that there is no greater love than to die for your friends. I don't know who your friends are, but I can name a few. I can name a handful that would do that for me. And I would do that for my closest friends. No, no question about it. Which sounds insane because it is. It is insane. I'm I'm thinking out loud. I you know I ad libbed this last segment, but it's important to understand that friendship is from the Lord. Trust is from God. You know, like this similar to the faith that we have in God. That's the kind of faith we need to put in the people that He put in our lives. The one that we decide to give our lives to, our hearts to. And that is a beautiful thing. That is in- incredible. Every, every friend that you have, a chance to grow a learning experience, your brothers and sisters in Christ, is one of the greatest blessings you will ever receive. Period. Nothing else to say other than this has been Unfiltered Jesus Freak. Thank you so much and God bless. It is so, 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 so good to be back. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.